0: Yeah, so I don't know how that's going to be canon unless, like... It's not? He gets it back? He gets his eyes back at the end of the movie or something?
1: It'd only be canon if they, like, from that point on, they draw him with a scar on his face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't explain it at all, which I think would be pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I totally lied with, like, tokusatsu movies. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what happened between these two episodes. <laughs> and they'll make references to it. Even though... even though half the people have not seen the movie. <laughs> or even better. The movie's not out yet. Oh no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He just. Uh, Togashi just starts. Uh, starts up chapters again. Out of nowhere. After the movie comes out. Or no. No. no, Before the movie comes out. And there's like. It goes back to Kurapika. As a gangster. And he's got a scar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. Wait. Wait a second we just saw a picture of him but he totally didn't have a scar yeah.
0: it's like he's been using makeup the whole time
1: <laughs> so if you're wondering what we're laughing at um this is the hunter hunter podcast um episode 42 i am named dr foxy brown and i am joined by my good friend
0: bullet beast what's happening everybody
1: and we are finally doing another episode without diego because yeah, screw him wrestling was more important, which should tell you what level of horrible person he is. hmm And I vowed to myself that this is going to be less awkward. So... <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so we can start off with this um, movie news, uh, which is kind of patently ridiculous. We We talked about before how the storyline was penned by um, Togashi himself. I remember someone tweeting at us, "Yeah, um, Oda wrote the last One Piece movie, or Strong World rather, and that wasn't all that good." So the synopsis kind of makes me scratch my head. But it says, and
0: if you don't, if you don't want to know about it, like skip ahead a couple minutes or something. Yeah. Unless we happen to rant on it, then you might want to skip even further. <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I to skip straight to the end of the episode. Yes. So, Kuropika became a hunter to take vengeance on the Phantom Troop, a gang of thieves who massacred his clan. Okay, cool. Nothing we didn't already know. The Phantom Troop sought out the Kuruta clan for their eyes, which turn scarlet when they get agitated. An unknown party has stolen Kurapika's scarlet eyes, but Kuropika's life is saved with the help of Gon, Killua, and Leorio. The Phantom Troop stands before Kuropika and the others, who are about to discover the true identity of the person with the number 4 spider tattoo.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's quite the plot synopsis for a movie.
1: Like when we first heard about it, I thought we were gonna get new information. I thought it was gonna be like, I mean, I guess in retrospect, it would be mm-hmm. difficult to do it the way we were thinking it was gonna happen
0: because
1: I was looking at the poster and seeing Gon, um, Killua, and Lio on it, mm-hmm. thinking, how are they gonna fit into the the Kurota Clan backstory? And it turns out they don't. Um. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna manufacture a situation where groupy gets attacked and, and overpowered somehow by spider number Four, I guess mm-hmm. or by someone else entirely, and the spiders just happen to be involved like previously, it seems like you know, hey we're gonna show you who the guy was Hisoka killed now it seems more like okay it's gonna be hisoka, and they're gonna find out hisoka is the the uh, a spider um. Which I'm trying to remember if they even knew other than Kurapika.
0: I don't think any of them know that there was another fourth spider, like outside of Kurapika.
1: And um, he's is in the poster along with a number of the other spiders. Um, mm-hmm. We linked the poster on the Twitter account. We'll link it on the the post itself. If I remember, I believe
0: we have it on Facebook too, right? Yes, we do. Okay.
1: So, what do you think of this new synopsis?
0: i think this is really wild uh if what uh if our little uh exchange in the beginning is still there you know afterward and you hear me saying this is crazy how the how is this gonna be canon and i guess possibly not like that's
1: i guess it's gonna go into movie filler territory like a lot of anime Mm -hmm. movies do Typically, we don't have anything important take place in movies. You do have the occasional um, arc summary movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is going to be, I guess, something completely new. What if alternate universe type movie mm-hmm. where at the end of it, we could just forget the whole thing happened. Yeah,
0: I'm just I feel like it It has equal. Uh, how should I say? Potential. To just be something meh Or something awesome Because Tagashi did pen this I mean he is He likes making real crazy situations That like Aren't necessarily supposed to be In a shonen anime Yeah. So maybe uh, This movie could Cover some ground like that But then it is a movie So you know trying to get kids in there
1: I think it will be kind of hard um, obviously it's a cartoon, kids love cartoons they'll probably be there, but it doesn't seem like, just going by the mm-hmm. the summary itself, obviously we know that the spiders are going to be involved to some extent, they're on the poster, it's not a spoiler um, I don't see where it's going to be all that kid friendly
0: because it has to do with Kurapika, and generally anything having to do with Kurapika is fuck serious serious
1: <laughs> <sighs> so I'm sure the kids will love the movie. Um it's Regardless. obviously down to whether we'll like it. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to 3 months from the release date when we actually get to watch it. So yeah. I guess I guess sometime around April is when we'll review um the movie itself. Oh, that's yeah, start your pre-torrent. I'm hoping it'll be good. Like yeah. It, it would be great for um, the show to get more exposure. It's been doing pretty well in the ratings so far. Obviously we don't have that news, because unlike Diego, I don't really care. I'm sure it's around four or five, mm-hmm. um, if it hasn't uh, gone up a little higher, because last week, as well as this week, um, there were the two introductory episodes of The Spiders, which is what we're going to talk about um, right now, I guess. Episode 43 is titled uh, A Shocking Tragedy, and it continues from all of the buildup of the uh, the auction itself, and you have a little pre auction event going on, and um, the Nostrad clan are preparing to go ahead and bid on the items um, that they, they've set up to get, and um, base Tachino and the fat guy that I didn't know before. Yeah, he
0: kind of came up there out of nowhere, right? The guy who's kind of bland.
1: Yeah. Uh, he and the skinny guy just show up out of nowhere, and it's like, okay, you were with the clan all along, that's fine. Uh, those three are, are the ones chosen to go inside, um, whereas God, what's the dude's name with the dogs? Squala. Squala. Yeah, he's chosen to stay um, with the boss, I think. And more importantly, Kurpika and Melody are outside. So that's all set up um, from previously. And we go to inside the event itself, and I was, like, on the edge of my seat watching this whole thing, because, like, this is really for the people who haven't been following the manga or watched the previous series. You know, this is the moment when the spiders are introduced and you know what they're all about, um, which, spoiler, in case you haven't been paying attention, is murder, basically. Murder. Murder, yes. murder and thievery, but mostly murder. Like, I, it seems like they kill to steal stuff, but they don't really care.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so, uh, any if any good excuse... Not even good excuse. Like, any excuse they can get to kill people, they'll generally take it, you know. As long as they can still steal stuff in a timely manner.
1: So you have um, a group of them go in. Um, obviously, Franklin and Phaeton are involved. Um, Shizuku's there as well. A group of them go in, all dressed up, spiffy in suits. And they take over the auction. And when the mafia people resist uh they're all murdered like franklin's um fingers pop off um if you haven't noticed um they're kind of held there by chains the tips of his fingers pop off and um they go to shield people and it turns out the bullets are made out of nen so blocking is really not an option Mm
0: -hmm. unless you you have uh your Nen up as well, but no one's thinking that it's Nen, so they don't.
1: They're all confused by this giant Frankenstein-looking dude um, firing bullets out of his fingers. Like I think it, it's shown in these two episodes, certain situations where people don't really realize it's Nen, despite them being Nen users, until mm-hmm. it's too late. Because I guess walking around with activated all the time is a pain. Probably in so no taxing it. on the body. Right, so no one does it. And you're still, I think, it's a level of humanity and, and ego to a certain extent. You're still thinking, like, if someone's going to threaten to kill me, it's going to be a physical threat. It's not going to be this chi chakra type stuff where I'm going to get killed by someone's spiritual energy, even despite the fact that, obviously not all of them, because there are a lot of people in the mafia. and. In the world in general that don't know about the existence of Nen. But there are some people in the room that are Nen users, so you think they would be on their guard, but he just rips through the whole audience and like there's blood splashing almost up to the roof. The whole room is decorated with bullet holes.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man, I think I like almost cried in happiness to <laughs> see all this blood.
1: So Tachino tries to throw up his um balloon creatures Mm-hmm. to block it, and, like, he's throwing them up, and they're getting shredded by the bullets, and he's like okay, you know, you guys have to run because this is clearly not gonna hold very long and they, Hazard, it
0: it didn't at all like, they just instantly popped as if they were balloons <laughs> which I guess they are, but, yeah
1: so they go to run, and then Shizuku appears, so. um with Blinky, apparently, and kills Base. Which, I only remember because, um, Fongatron, in front of the podcast, um, pops up on Skype and is like, I loved her, and they took her away. I'm like, what? I just woke up, what are you talking about? Yeah, Base. She's dead. She got killed by Vacuum cleaner. I'm like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, right,
1: yeah. Togashi doesn't care who you like. Yeah. Um, and we get to see Shizuku's um special ability, um, which is Blinky, her vacuum that's used to suck up inanimate objects, and we don't know where it goes into Hammer Space, I guess.
0: I guess Nen Hammer Space of some sort.
1: So after they've killed everyone in the room, um, she uses Blinky uh, <laughs> to <laughs> to pull in everyone, and some poor guy is still alive. Yeah so I have to kill him first mm. and then she can continue to suck him up and it's so bizarre watching the bodies go in mm-hmm. it's like it shouldn't be capable of swallowing that and of course the, the vacuum cleaner also has a personality and a mouth with teeth a
0: mouth and googly eyes on the the, the engine part of the vacuum cleaner that, is, that uh, swirl around
1: it's Like huh. it would be so cute if it wasn't so horrible,
0: yeah, if it wasn't full of dead people,
1: <laughs> so they they head all on over to the um to the vault itself, open it up, and it's empty, and they're trying to figure out you know what happened because they're they're here to steal all of the items in there ahead of the actual auction, and they get information um I think from the curator or something that. A guy was there right before we started. He came in, walked he walked in and then walked back out. Um he didn't seem to be carrying anything. And, you know, everyone pretty soon figures out that he has to have some sort of Nen ability similar to Shizuku's, where he could pick all the stuff up and carry it away. And we learned later on in the episode that um he's one of the shadow beasts, um, named Owl and this is the best um, when the other mafia members realize what happened they show up and the entire auction hall is empty no guests no mafia members nothing
0: no bodies except no for, blood nothing. except
1: for all the bullet holes <laughs> no they, no they not are,
0: even the blood pools because that got sucked the, up too
1: the bullet holes
0: oh the bullet holes yes yes
1: so they realize that a massacre must have happened but other than the bullet holes there are there's no other proof that anybody was there or that they're dead and they set off in search of the villains and the funniest thing ever is all these people on the ground freaking out all these cars setting off in search of who did what and there's spiders on this balloon
0: yeah i love how the spiders have this hot air balloon and it just passes right above as it happens Uh.
1: it's just floating away until they see it, and they decide to... Tr- um, did they shoot it down? Or did it land?
0: Mm, I feel like...
1: They probably shot it down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're all on this little cliff thing. Um, overlooking the entrance of the Mafia members. And you have... Um, of course, Kurpik and the others have followed along. Because they're end users, and they could be helpful, I guess. And... You get this whole, like, slew of mafia dudes with guns and everything, feeling all confident, despite you just walked into a room where there are hundreds, if not thousands of people, and they're all gone. And, um, who is clearly bored, is like, you know what, guys? I like you. We're friends. How about you take a break, and I'll take care of all of this. They're like, whatever. And, like, dudes start shooting at him. He's punching them to death. Um, someone commented on Twitter, I hate Madhouse for just using still shots. Um, which is pretty much what you get here. Um, just pictures of him punching people and them dying. Mm-hmm. And some guys like, this gun can stop a tank. And Wolf says, <laughs> I can't believe you're insulting me by comparing me to a tank. And
0: yeah, I love that.
1: He fires at him, and of course it's it's ineffective. And... He continues to just kill everybody. And you have um, the Nostrad group some distance away, which was smart on their part, um, who are just like, we don't know what to do. Everybody's getting killed. It's not really our responsibility. So we shouldn't go in and help. And then you get this guy at the very end of the episode crawl up. Um, it, it totally looks like a Bugs Bunny Um, entrance where he's burrowing under the ground towards them and he pops up out of the hole and says no don't worry about this we got it um i'm one of the shadow beasts my name is worm and three other guys approach from behind and they introduce themselves as um rabbit dog leech and porcupine and episode 43
0: kind of ends there yeah i do love uh just, I guess, if we're going to go into what we liked about this episode. Uh, I I just love, even though we did get still shots for these scenes, I still feel there are lots of details in places, like uh, mm-hmm. f- the, the barrels uh, inside Franklin's fingers, like, I don't think I've ever seen them detailed in any other version of Hunter mm-hmm. Hunter, but you see yeah. them clearly detailed here.
1: Hey. I don't remember that at all. Like he like, wasn't focusing on his fingers while they're shooting.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I'm a guy. And I was like, ooh, guns, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So like, I I really like that that is detailed. So it's like clearly he is like, it's like he didn't just magically have fingers that popped off. They it it the, his hands are somewhat at least mechanical.
1: It's like even though um, the decision to use still shots may just have been a saving time, mm-hmm. I guess, and money kind of thing. I I do find that it was still interesting to see, like, the display of raw power that, um, is Because he didn't really use any special abilities. Nope. Like, it was just basically ten and punching dudes. Yes. And, uh, he twisted one guy's head around, crushed another person's skull. Like, it's all completely cruel and over-the-top. And you have the other spiders up there, like, not necessarily even cheering him on, just, no. like, watching with a sort of detached interest. <laughs>
0: At one point, they're like, you know what, this is boring, let's play cards.
1: And I wish I could remember the name of this game. I have seen it so many times. I've
0: played it before, I I just, I don't remember what it's called, because it's like... it's It's like you, it, like, everybody has, like, cards in their hand, and you'll, like, throw down a card... And the, the person next to you will throw down a card saying like, you know, um, basically, you have to tell whether the person putting down a card is lying about the card they're putting down. Mm-hmm. And if you catch them lying, then they have to pick up the stack of cards that's in the middle of everyone.
1: <laughs> and if awesome. you're
0: and if um if you're if you don't catch them, they were telling the truth then you got to pick up the cards. And so it pretty much goes until you pretty much keep doing that in a circle of however many people are playing until, I guess, you know, you get a winner who doesn't have any cards in his hand anymore.
1: So it continues on into episode 44, which is build up to a fierce battle. Um, mm. You have the Shadow Beast entering the fray because, you know, he's laid waste to like a hundred dudes and this is what you want to do. But everyone's sort of confident because they don't know who Uovo is at this point. You have no idea that it was the spiders who robbed the auction or anything. And these guys are clear end users. And from what they've heard of the Shadow Beasts, their ability level should be higher than that of the Nostrad members. So... They approach... uh, Three of them approach Uvo. Obviously, the three that were above ground, and one weird penis-looking dude... Yes. um,
0: Penis worm man.
1: ...remains underground. And you have this little face-off between the three of them. And... Four of them, rather. And then Uvo gets grabbed from underground. And... Um the worm dude punches him in the face and he's like, yeah! Uh, yeah, I'm awesome, I caught you off guard. And then you just see his fingers start to
0: horrific... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the best! He's like, ha-ha, I gotcha! Oh god, my hand!
1: <laughs> and Uvo turns and punches him in the face. And then this guy it jumps down underground um, holding on to Uvo. At, and oh. Um, is like, okay, obviously I can't beat you above ground. You know, here's your choice. Either I kill you underground, or the three guys up there will take care of you. <laughs> and Uvo just laughs. It is like, oh, you are really stupid. Mm. And he okay. charges up his other hand. I think it's his right hand.
0: It gets even nice red and sparkly. <laughs>
1: really glittery, glittery and cute and then he just punches into the ground and it's like big bang something or the other and everything Yeah, it's like big
0: bang impact fist of destruction
1: and everything explodes and you see uh the other three shadow beasts jumping out of the way as the ground beneath them crumbles <laughs> and it blows Uvo's clothes off to where he has this one little strip of of cloth, conveniently covering his tattoo, and then it falls away dramatically. And we cut back to Kurapika, who's currently
0: <laughs> freaking the fuck out. He's having, uh, I'm not sure, this probably isn't a word, but I'm coining it now. He's having an anger boner. <laughs> like, <laughs> his his eyes are, like, peeking out of the contacts, like, he's ready for blood.
1: <laughs> oh, Melody is hearing his heartbeat go. Cool bananas <laughs> and looking at him out of concern while he's still holding <laughs> the binoculars and freaking out. And of course the, the task of the cloth reveals that he's number 11 and everyone okay they now know what they're dealing with it's the spiders. Um, the Mastrade the members are understandably kind of like not really at the point of backing away slowly mm-hmm. but they all realize that they don't really want to be a part of this
0: yeah like they probably if they hadn't seen any of this they were probably gonna eventually jump into the fray because probably like it's probably like i don't know their duty as members of the mafia to stop like people messing with mafia events but after seeing this they're like oh nope nope never mind.
1: <laughs> not for me i want to live hmm especially a squalor squalor really wants to live oh yeah yeah he's
0: he's he's not about risking anything ever
1: not for money no (laughs) so poor worm his severed hand that was holding on to uvo drops to the ground which is it's just really impressive considering the censorship we had in the beginning with ahsoka turning the dude's arms to sparkles ahsoka's own arms sparkling as they got severed you have this dude's severed hand just Land on the ground, uh, no blood coming from it, of course, but
0: I feel like it's one of those things where uh, you can show violence against, like it's it's um, more acceptable to show violence against non-human, like looking. yeah, like monster sl- kind of monsterish people, but mm. you can't really do it uh, when it's people, and since Worm Dude is really worm esque, less than human. Like, it's probably easier for them to do that yep. without getting in trouble.
1: So you have the, the other three guys jump into the fray. Um, Dog bites him on his shoulder. Um, when he goes to punch at the porcupine dude, he grabs onto his his hand. and He explains that he has the ability to control his hair at will. And he's turned it into spikes, which have stuck into Uval's flesh.
0: Yeah, it's like a really weird effect where it's like... If they've stuck through his fist, but they've also, like, after that point, wrapped around his forearm.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess to make sure he stays on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Uvo being an enhancer and being really straightforward and kind of dumb, it's just like, okay, if I can get you off my fist, I'll just punch this guy with you. At, instead of using his other arm, I guess. So, he punches, <laughs> he punches at Leech, and porcupine uses the back of his the hair on the back of his head into like a cushion to completely absorb the blow and make it ineffective he's like silly human if I can make my hair sharp and pointy I can also make it soft and cushiony and you're not going to be able to do anything really as long as I'm on your arm and as he moves to further go after them um the they called it a tranquilizer here Um, Mm -hmm. it starts to take effect and he falls to his knees and dog is like, Oh God, thank you. Um, usually, (laughs) usually you would have been paralyzed a long time ago, but clearly, you know, you're stubborn and strong. So it's taken some time. It's like, I use this to paralyze you from the neck down and, um, the spiders comment that he clearly likes to torture people because, you know, if he made it a poison, they would have won. Yes. Sufa would have died. That their part. <laughs> so Leech pops up and, and pours leeches into his neck.
0: With and he, his creepy mouth penis.
1: Yeah, and he tells him about how the spotted Leech that he's putting in his body is going to swim down to his bladder and lay eggs inside you and then die. And as you're pissing the eggs out, they're gonna hatch and destroy you from the inside with all of that pain. And Uvo is just like, okay, you said I'm paralyzed from the neck down. Cool. I only need my head to kill you guys. Like, what? And he turns and he bites off half of Leech's face. And he just collapses onto the floor dead. Oh,
0: that's the best.
1: And he's like, ugh. This is gross. For some reason, I thought, like, the ugly ones would taste better, but I guess not. And Dog is just like, Like what? Spit his head. (laughs) But I'm okay, because you can't bite me from all the way over there. He's like, oh, okay. And he starts, I don't know, like, hawking up the most disgusting thing. And he spits it at Dog. And Dog's like, okay, I'll just put my nan up. And no... It goes straight through his hand and through his skull. Yes. And so Uvo murders dog with a piece of leech's skull, which is pretty much the most awesome thing you could ever do. Yes.
0: You know uh, when I saw that though, uh, he was able to talk right after taking that bite out, which means that he had to swallow some of that head. And I'm like, oh god.
1: Yeah, I think he swallowed
0: it. You and can't then speak he... with your mouth full, but oh.
1: And then he brought it back up and spat it at him. Like, I think he... Or if he didn't swallow it, he, like, sucked all of the brain meat off of the skull. Mm -hmm. And then spat out that piece. But poor um, Porcupine, who's still stuck on his arm, (laughs) is just like... I don't know what he's gonna do. But I think I'm gonna be okay. And Uvo just... Because he says that he could cushion any blow... Um, that UFO starts flying at him. It was like, okay, I got this, and he he's, he starts to make the swallowing motion again. And the group who who's up there playing the card game um, at this point, they were all discarding in numerical order, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's what it seemed like.
1: And they were up to thirteen, and she's threw down thirteen, and shall Not checks her. And it turns out that it actually is thirteen, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. Once you, you get
0: to uh, the what call it. Like
1: the face cards, yeah,
0: face cards. I think that counts as 13.
1: So he loses apparently, or has to pick up all the cards. And then Franklin sees Uvo start to suck in air, and it was like, Oh shit! And they drop everything they're doing and they cover their ears, (laughs) and he just screams. And um, as the sound waves get to the other guys, you know, they they cover up their ears, and you see poor um, Porcupine just staring blankly up at him and then his ears start bleeding. Yes. <laughs> and all of his hair goes slack and over just like tosses him to the ground. It's like, yeah, I bet you, you couldn't block sound waves, could you? And he's like, ah. like God, this is over. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, Shizuku, can you suck out the the poison and the leeches? She's like, Poison, yeah. But leeches, no, not really. I can't those are suck alive. Out. I can't do that. You should know better. And Sherlock jumps down, It's like, oh, okay, just pluck a leech out of your shoulder. Oh, this is a spotted leech, and he describes how painfully and brutally it's gonna kill him. (laughs) And it was like, what? And he's like, yeah, but you know, if you just drink, um, they need ammonia to survive, so you just drink a whole bunch of alcohol and pee a whole lot in the next 24 hours, you should be fine. He's like, why did you tell me that in the beginning?
0: He was like, that was my plan anyways. Why did you threaten me with death
1: first? <laughs> so, um, over on the cliff, um, I guess <laughs> half a mile away, mm-hmm. Kurapika decides he's gonna go after Uvo, um, into battle and they're like, What are you stupid? You saw him kill all those people and then kill four Shadow Beasts and you think you're strong enough to do it? He's like, I don't think. I know. Yes. I got this. You gotta trust me And he's of course still having his rage boner and Dalceline um, grabs him and says, like, you're not going anywhere. I'm not going to let you get killed. And then we have to go and hire another bodyguard. This is what we were trying to prevent in the first place. And both of them are clearly angry enough at each other to kill each other. And uh, Melody realizes that if Kurapika goes off into battle like this, he's definitely going to die. So she puts her flute to her mouth and starts playing some flower-induced hallucination song. Is everybody is suddenly in a field of flowers. And <laughs> apparently that calms you down. Apparently. They all tone it down. let lets go of his arm. He's like, thank you, Melody. But you know what? I still got this. I'm going <laughs> to... Go ahead.
0: <laughs> and then Melody winks at Kerpika, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> what?
1: what is going on here? I don't like this.
0: this. This is going in a weird direction, and then Kerpika's like, yeah, thanks for calming me down, but I'm still going.
1: All I could think about while she was playing the flute mm-hmm. was that um, the dark sonata mm-hmm. has a flute part, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's not that ugly because of the Dark Sonata. Like, that kept going through my head. It's like, <laughs> it's like she looked like this before. And the guy was trying to flirt with her by playing the Dark Sonata. It's just weird.
0: Well, I feel like they mentioned that they were drunk, though.
1: Yeah, they were drunk. So I
0: don't saying. know. You would have to be way more drunk than drunk.
1: Yeah, extremely. Mm-hmm. You have to be a white girl wasted, apparently. Mm-hmm. So he says, you know what? I'm still... I'm going off to do this And Dalsaline just lets him go Like He says, you know Bring the car around We're gonna have to move right away Like, okay Like, this is I think this is one of the moments In the first series Where I was like is pretty boss You know, if he can pull this off And he, he goes um, He disappears And then you have um, Shizuku Fired up Blinky, getting ready to pull out the poison, <laughs> and these chains just wrap around Uvo, and just yank him straight up into the air, and they're just left standing there like, what the fuck just happened?
0: Yes, and luckily, you know, Machi, she's awesome, and quick witted She was
1: the only person who reacted properly. And mm-hmm. like for people who are hardened murderers and thieves, <laughs> they were all shocked that someone might want to kill him.
0: I just, I feel like I feel like it's part of their, like, not giving a fuck about anything. Like, I feel like they, at, like, as it happened, like, milliseconds in as it happened, they all kind of, like, mentally said their piece about Uvo and was like, well, bye, Uvo. You're gone forever, I guess.
1: Like, they're all, like, Franklin was on his way out to go get the beer. <laughs> yeah. So he's not even paying attention. And Chiziko and Sherlock are just stand in there like, What? And everybody else has this dumbfounded look on their face. Meanwhile, Mashi's in full combat form with her Nen threads already up and chucking it at the dude. And she's calmly like, Okay, guys, I got this. Franklin, you know, still goes off to get the bear, you know, because they're going to rescue him. And she says, I can track them whenever I want. So, you know, let's go. And the next shot we see is of Uvo. In this car, uh, was Squala in the back seat with him?
0: Ah, uh, yes, it, it would have to be because I think, I think everybody was in the back seat except Kurapika.
1: Someone else—they uh, were and, driving. They were driving. Yeah,
0: it was Squala. Yeah, Squala's in the back seat.
1: Squala looks like he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> He's like, "Why me?" Melody is um in the passenger seat, and Kurapika's sitting up front, and Uvo's warning him. You know, basically. You should kill me right now. You have me, kill me. And he's like, what do you think these wimpy little chains are going to do? And Kurapika, like, <laughs> he reaches back, like, you know, when your parents warn you that they're going to smack you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're thinking, I'm in the backseat. You're driving a vehicle. it's it, Between 1,000 thousand and two thousand 2,000 pounds. You're not trying to kill everyone in the car, right? But, like, Kurapika does the whole parent, discipline, and the rude child thing. Turns his body all the way around and reaches towards the back seat where he's um, he's tightening the the chains around Uvo and he really looks like he's gonna kill him. And Melody's like flipping out on the side of him. Karafka, the road. Karafka, the road. You're driving a car, husband. It's not the time to be beating rude kids in the back seat. We could pull over if that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. And the whole time. Um, Uvo and Kurupeka having this little uh, showdown. Melody is on the side. You can hear her constantly (laughs) saying, Kurupeka, please watch the road. Kurupeka, we don't want to (laughs) die. I just love at one point, like,
0: she just gives up, like, begging fully, and she's just like, uh, the road. The road? The (laughs) road. The road.
1: (laughs) So, we, (laughs) we see that the spiders begin to give chase, and the episode ends. And in *Gone and Killua's Hunterpedia, they introduce the the Shadow beast. And I guess this is supposed to be funny, but Gon starts listing off the names of everyone you've met so far. And Killua starts to get agitated because he knows they're running out of time. And as he's saying, the last name door closes on them.
0: Yeah, and I think it's like at the last second, a penis worm dude shows up. Like, in the Hunter Cyclopedia. It was really weird.
1: So uh, for the preview we have of course um the other spiders begin to give chase. You see um all who we saw previously in episode forty three and several other um Shadow Beasts that we've never seen before. The the car that the hunters the spiders were driving mysteriously disappears and <laughs> God I love how that happened in the manga.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> Wait <laughs> And they all jump out, um, ready to take, um, ready to fight the shadow beast. Uh, Obviously, Uvo and the others are getting away while this is going on. So, episode 43 and 44, that's your basic summary. Um, Thoughts? Ah, these
0: were honestly, some of the best episodes in a while, even though, like, other than uh, Gon-Hasoka fight, which was, I mean, completely awesome, one of my best parts in the series, but really this introduction, you know, to the spiders has gotten me really happy and excited for, you know, what's yet to come.
1: It's like, obviously, and the Gon and Killable part is, is mentioned a lot as, you know, the hook that people were in the series, those who were kind of iffy, they see their fight and they're like, Oh, damn, I should Mm -hmm. be watching this. But Hisoka, we kind of know because of things we've already seen um, further on in the story that he couldn't possibly have been all out 100% serious in that fight. And Mm -hmm. the Spider Clan or group is basically 13 Hisokas. And that's kind of hard to get. Just like, you see this guy and he's horrible and strong and terrible. And the idea that there are 12 more people at least as strong as he is some stronger some you know just maybe slightly less strong
0: but like hasoka so strong that even someone someone else with the same a similar mentality with you know like uh two-thirds his strength is still you know someone you don't want to meet in a dark alley
1: and they all have yeah. this wonderful don 't give a fuck attitude um here with Uvo it's kind of interesting that they tried to save him because they they do seem to at times not care about each other, um with the exception of a few members. So maybe he was lucky, and this is all the people that give a fuck that were here at the time.' Because certain other mm-hmm. people would just be like, "Oh, well, you know, he was a good guy, we knew him for a while." Just find his replacement. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess the only one who uh, who's who would care uh, in that situation really is, um, as we saw Machi, because she's, I guess she, she kind of seems like the yeah. den mother of the spiders. And as you'll find out, uh,
1: Nobunaga,
0: Nobunaga, which isn't really much of a spoiler. It's just him and Uvo are bros. That's pretty much all you need to know. or all there is so like we
1: mentioned in the last episode episode 45 is going to be delayed by a week sorry see if you could put all the hype stuff out of your head watch some other anime go outside play some video games uh, talk to your friends
0: yeah or you know go on the hxh podcast website you know uh, go in the comments and comment on episodes and uh, all your feelings and hopes and dreams.
1: Or you could send us email, like, this person who I almost forgot. Oh, <laughs> I, okay. I, op- I opened oh, it up perfect. I forgot about it. So, from Ignis on Twitter, he his email is titled Blinky? Mark." I think he hasn't been reading the manga, so um, mm-hmm. this makes it a perfect person to reply to us because all of this is new and fresh
0: yeah which is kind of weird for ignis i feel like if you follow him on twitter normally if you recommend him the show he will watch he will read the manga instead of watching the show yeah
1: i I don't know what happened here he says recently i've been in awe of hunter hunter the phantom troop has really livened up the pace and brought a deeper sense of threat back to the series Though the Hunter Exam had its perils, they didn't compare to the threat of the Phantom Troop. Even the Heaven's Arena arc didn't give a strong feeling that anyone would die. The show's been building up to the arrival of the Phantom Troop, and frankly, they've exceeded my expectations. At no point did I expect a glasses girl with a killer hoover or some Frankenstein monster clone to shoot bullets from his fingers. What was more surprising was the level of violence. From the room full of mafia types being gunned down to bays being casually bumped off. The show gained a sense that no one was really safe, though I doubt any of the main characters might die, except maybe Leorio because he's useless. I'm sure many of the supporting cast will be killed <laughs> before this arc is over. I accidentally said that during the new um ending theme, the first time it showed up, that there are a mm-hmm. lot of people who are going to get murdered in the theme. It's I hilarious. like what it has done. I never expected things to get as violent as they have especially with the battle with Uvogin. His raw brutality and power was actually shocking to see in a kid's anime, though it was well handled with the gore downplayed, but still with explicit actions and consequences. I never thought I'd see a guy getting part of his head bitten off, then have a fragment of his skull being used as a bullet to kill another guy. The show has pleasantly surprised me with how dark it can get, and I long to see where it goes in the future. I have one last question. What the fuck is worm? (laughs) I thought Beans was weird but Worm? Is he human? Is he some weird alien species? What is he? Goodbye for now, Ignis Uh, We've seen people who um, obviously this is in the future, but who intentionally alter their body to fit with a particular motif, so I'm willing to bet that over time um, Worm altered his body so that it could match with um, the fact that he's supposed to be a worm of all things
0: yeah I'm guessing that either um, you know they decided he's supposed to be worm so as you said you know when went ahead with surgeries or maybe um, like as, as he was discovering his men and his abilities and like what works for him he pretty much figured out he had like some kind of underground digging mm-hmm. ability. And then you know tried to get surgery to like enhance the the way he goes with goes about going underground. Yeah, I
1: mean any of those things this is really a viable idea because it's not that it matters he's dead. It's never gonna. Get...
0: Yeah, yeah. That, we're not getting backstory for him. He's dead.
1: And um, again, um, it it's really interesting to s- that we had those four particular shadow beasts introduced and then murdered uh, just for us to be able to see how much more suited Kurpika is to fight the spiders than pretty much anybody else in the series and episode um 45 is i think is going to illustrate that as well when the other shadow bees come in contact um with these five i think spiders so we do have a lot to look forward to um coming up shortly I'm trying not to give it away. Um, obviously, at, at this point in the previous series, Kuropik was one of my favorite characters. Um, he sharply fell downhill after I, I watched this entire arc. Um, mm-hmm. And I spent my whole time watching episode 44 just looking at the spiders, like, man, these guys are awesome. I love them too much. Okay. Look at them, they're so charismatic. Look at how they don't give a fuck about stuff. And uh, the, the, the kind of adoration is kinda of weird to understand until you see later. And I th- I think what's really cool about the way they're portrayed is that they never stop being despicable people. But yes. at the same time you could kinda of understand them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like the the whole time that I've observed them, you know, uh while reading, watching the Hunter Hunter series, I'm like, why don't they get their own show? I know. Like I wanna see their misadventures.
1: That would be oh. fantastic, but um, until then, I guess that's the end of this episode. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, thank you, Ignis, for emailing us.
1: Yep, we appreciate it as always. The email address is hxhpodcast at gmail dot com. Email us whatever questions you have about the series. We will attempt to answer it. Keep in mind that we aren't experts; We're just some dumb people who <laughs> love podcasts.
0: We just play one on TV. Yep
1: uh Twitter account twitter.com slash hxh podcast facebook.com slash hxh podcast hxh dot wordpress dot com is the website you can go ahead and leave comments there you can check us on the forum at ssa dot org and until next week I guess <laughs> bye
0: bye